are now listening to the Motivated Mama podcast. This is a community for parents that want to be authentically themselves while looking for judgment-free, genuine, and heartfelt parenting advice. We talk to other mothers and experts to get small, easy steps that we can take to help us accomplish our goals. Learn with me as we discover ways to break patterns of unproductive behavior repeated generation after generation in our families. Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of The Motivated Mama with me, your host, Sydney Ross, The Motivated Mama. So today's topic is the perfectionist child. Do you have a child that always strives for perfection? Do they have a fixed mindset? Do they avoid judgment or focus only on their mistakes most of the time? If so, then you have a perfectionist child. Me personally, I don't feel like I have a perfectionist child, but this is a topic that has been suggested that we talk about. So we did some research and we're ready to get into it. The closest thing to perfection that my child gets is a lot of times if she does not do something right the first time, she gets very upset and gives up. She does not strive for perfection. She's just so used to being good at several things, especially like when it comes to art and things, that if she is not great the very first time, she just lets it go and moves on to what she is good at. Um, But I wouldn't say that's perfectionist at all. That's just, you know, does not have the motivation to continue to do hard things, which we are working on. So... When we did the research on the perfectionist child, I came across an article from Big Life Journal. If you have not, as a parent, looked at anything or read anything from Big Life Journal, I strongly encourage it. Um, They are an amazing parenting resource. I've used them so, 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 so many times as a parenting resource for my own personal things, but also for our Motivated Mama parent support group. I always go to Big Life Journal because they literally have advice and tips and tricks on every single topic you can imagine when it comes to parenting. So they have put out an article on effective ways to help your perfectionist child. And they actually go over five effective ways. So since this is not a topic that is, you know, true to me. It's not something that I currently struggle with as a parent. This episode may be a little bit shorter than the other episodes because I don't have time to ramble and talk about my personal life, Um, but we'll just get into it. So they do say that there is a difference between a perfectionist child and an excellent seeking child. So excellent seekers have a growth mindset They are intrinsically uh, motivated and they focus on learning. So they want to grow. They want to learn more. They're self-motivated. They push through difficult things. um, And they have the idea that I can keep going and I can keep doing better. So those are very positive things, right? But as I stated in the beginning, a perfectionist child has a fixed mindset. They avoid judgment. So they don't like be corrected. It does not make them feel comfortable to receive any type of judgment. Um, And they focus on their mistakes. So rather than focusing on 
you know, the good that they've done or what they've done okay or right, they focus on their mistakes. And that's not necessarily always a bad thing because sometimes you do have to take a look at your mistakes in order to grow. So that way you know what not to do the next time, but we don't want to dwell on those mistakes, right? So the first tip that they give is encourage high standards, but not perfection. Avoid using the word perfect altogether. So sometimes we do see parents actually push for this, which is very unhealthy. So just make sure that you're modeling appropriate behaviors for your children. You know, don't let them hear you, you know, say things about being perfect yourself. Model those healthy behaviors um, and don't ever use the word perfect because that's just an unachievable standard. Nothing is perfect except for them the way that they are. Other than that, perfection is just an unachievable goal. And we don't ever want to set the standard that high. Um, Help your child set goals and standards that are reachable with effort. So, you know, that is a really good thing that even I do as a parent is try to set goals. What can you do? that are achievable goals. So start tiny, start small, you know, when they're trying something new, like especially when they're trying a new sport or they're in a new group of some sort, give them small achievable goals. You know, try to get through this first day, then try to get through the next week, then try to get through another month. Small achievable goals. So that way they have achieved something. They have done something it keeps you more motivated when you're like, wow, I did that. So, you know, when looking at these, these are really good ways to keep us all motivated, even as adults, not even just for perfectionist children. These are tips and tricks that people can adopt, even if you don't have a perfectionist child. Um, but Or if you don't have children at all, really, you can really look at this list and apply these different things to your own life. So the second tip is teach your child the power of yet. So add yet to your child's I can't statement. So if they say, I give up, I can't do math. Yet, you can't solve this problem yet. But with practice, you can do that thing. You can do hard things. Um, I say adopt affirmations. Because when they speak life into themselves, it ends up becoming a part of them. So anything that they say can't to, change that to a can and see how that changes over time. So you can do these things. You can do hard things. You're just not ready for that yet. So always add yet to any time they say they can't. Because nobody, people who are professionals they didn't become perfect the first time they tried something. It took practice. It took time. And they get better and better and better over time with lots of practice and experience. So Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan the first day he picked up a basketball. It took a lot of time. So even then, he wasn't great yet. But now he is. Um, use the three-step strategy. So the first step of the three-step strategy is one ask them to create a draft. So ask them to create a draft. So that's going to be like a map or a plan. Two, acknowledge what they did well. So always try to 
You don't have to have a, a huge celebration or a party. But point out what your kids are doing well, even if they completely suck at something, even if they completely have butchered something or done something horribly, find the good in all of those moments. And all, it's always an opportunity to find the good that your child is doing. My daughter sucks at multiplication. She just does. Like the chart will be in front of her and she'll still get the answer wrong. She does not do well when it comes to math, but we're going to celebrate the fact that she continues to do math. She continues to try. She continues to, you know, work through the problems and come up with an answer. Even if the answer is wrong, she's trying. So let's celebrate the fact that she's trying and that'll give her the motivation to continue to try. So, you know, acknowledge the thing that they did well. Yeah, you baked a pie and it came out disgusting but the crust was really beautifully done it's just the inside that wasn't good so let's rethink that you know so just come up with those those different things that you can say to encourage your children to keep going so try to always focus on something that they did good and the third step of the three-step strategy is provide specific feedback for improvement so what is it that they can specifically do You can't say, well, just try again. Well, what did I do wrong? Where did I mess up? Where did I go wrong? Was the measurement wrong? When when did the math problem get difficult? What part of that did I mess up on? If I'm doing a two-part word equation, I did the first part right, but the second part is where everything got tricky. So acknowledging, you know, where where the improvement is needed. So the third tip is be an example of someone who's not perfect. So like I said, and like I say this almost every single episode, this is one of the top parenting tips is modeling that behavior. Model imperfection by sharing your mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all mess up and make that normal. Make that you know, a clear and easygoing thing. It doesn't have to be a meltdown because you made a mistake. We all make mistakes. So if we normalize that, then our children won't take it so hard when they do make a mistake or when they do mess up. And you don't want to heighten that thing if they do mess up or if they do make a mistake. Be easygoing and just say, hey, let's try again. And sometimes I have to do that myself. I make mistakes all day long. I'm very clumsy. I'm very um, unorganized. So oftentimes I do find myself making mistakes. And sometimes I just tell my kids like, "Mm, mama messed up. Got to try again. Because what else are you going to do? You have to try again. You can't just give up and you can't, you dwelling on it isn't going to make anything better. It's not going to help the situation move forward. So "Mm, I messed up. I'm going to try that again. So model that imperfection. Ask your child for advice when you experience a setback or when you're struggling. Even if you know what to do in those moments, allow your child the space to be able to think and to help you to lean for you to be able to lean on them. Um, because that gives them a sense of, you know, growth and empowerment. Um, and it allows them to feel like what they think matters because it does. 
but lean on them for support and just see what they have to say because so much so many times they're constantly coming to us and that might make them feel small in a sense like I'm the child so I always need help but let them see that they can be a help to you too that their age doesn't matter that they can help anyone so number four is emphasize fun highlight enjoyment and learning so highlight that make everything fun if your kid is struggling with something turn it into a game turn it into a song turn it into something that they enjoy you know bring their interest into it and that'll help them get through that a little bit better um praise your child let them know like, hey, you're an awesome human being no matter what. No matter what, you f- you may mess up. You may fail at some things. You may fall down. But you're still freaking awesome. You're still great. You're still amazing. You know, you're an awesome kid. So, you know, praise your child and make sure that they're always having fun because ultimately they should be having fun. They're kids. We don't want kids to feel all of this crazy pressure of so many things that really aren't that big of a deal. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, yeah, math sucks. We have to get through it to be able to move on to the next grade. However, a majority of the time, many of us don't even use half of that stuff in our daily lives, you know, in our jobs. So don't take it so seriously. Just have fun. You know, life is short. And make sure you're asking your child, did you have fun today? Because we want to make sure that they are still being children and that they are having fun. And that plays a big role uh, when it comes to having a perfectionist child who dwells so much on things. You want to make sure that they're still being a kid. And last but not least, the last tip is recognizing their negative thoughts. It says use the balloon technique to teach your child to let go of critical thoughts. You know, let go of self-hate, let go of, you know, those things that bring us down. Pay attention to those negative thoughts because so many times perfection can go to very negative places really quickly and we don't want them to have self-hate. We don't want them to feel insecure in themselves. We don't want them to constantly doubt themselves. Um, So, you know, have them let go of all of that, you know, and let them know that it's okay, but don't let them criticize themselves so much to where it just drives them into a depression because that's not healthy. So you want to pay attention that they're not having overly negative thoughts. And if so, you want to seek out help for your kid if this becomes a bigger issue than normal. Um, it says play the five senses game to combat anxiety and feelings of doubt and blame. So, um, the five senses game is basically where you look around the room and you name something that you see, or if you're outside, you name something that you see that pertains to your five senses. So you name something that you see, you name something you can smell, you name something you can taste, you name something you can hear, you name something you can feel. 
Um, so that is kind of just like a calming technique. So when your kid is in a frenzy, that's just a calming technique that you can use to help, you know, bring down their anxiety um, and let them know like they don't have to doubt themselves and they don't have to blame it on anything necessarily. You know, they don't have to feel like their brain doesn't work like everybody else's or that they're not good enough. You know, we need to celebrate their differences all kids aren't, you know, academically inclined. That's something that, you know, as a parent has been something that I've had to focus on and accept when it comes to my own child. You see so many parents, especially that time of year, like when the report cards come out and everybody has to post, my child made the honor roll. My child has perfect attendance. My child is so, so smart. The teacher said that they're the greatest kid in the whole class. You see those things. And that's great if those are your kids and you want to brag on that, you want to celebrate them, no harm done. But, you know, for the parents who have the children, who may be not be so academically and uh, able, you know, we don't have to be full of doubt. We don't have to feel some type of way about our parents and we don't have to feel some type of way about our children. You know, I've chosen as a parent myself to celebrate my daughter's strengths and to say, you know, fuck what she's not great at. We're not all great at every single thing because there may be kids who are great academically but can't draw a straight line. There may be kids who are great academically but can't dribble a basketball. There may be kids who are great academically but have zero common sense. Not, you know, saying anything about that, but just find those things to celebrate in your children that they are great at and highlight those. And maybe pay if you pay more attention to the things that they're good at, those will be the things that they chase, you know, in life. My daughter is an amazing artist. She's great at painting. She's great at sculpting. You know, she has this really great imagination and her own style already when it comes to her artwork. So those are the things that I like to focus on because those are the dreams that I want her to chase. I want her to feel comfortable in her skin and I don't want her to feel bad about herself because she can't do math, because she can't do, you know, science, because she's not great at reading you know yes she needs those things to a degree but to dwell on it so much to where she feels like shit about herself or feels like she's not as good as the next person you know it's not fair and we don't want our children to feel like that and especially if you have a perfectionist child who feels like they need to be great at every single thing or they're not good enough that's just not true because none of us are so help your child to see that. And I hope that these tips help you. I'm going to tag the link to Big Life Journal in the show notes. So that way you can go back and you can read this article and get some more in-depth um, knowledge from their article. Because I just went over, you know, the little standard tips and tricks. But they do go uh, in-depth more on their website through the link. So I will post this link in the show notes. I thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Just make sure that you like and subscribe to us wherever you do listen to your podcast. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and to also hit that bell. So that way you receive notifications whenever we drop a new episode. Be sure to send all of your parenting friends and family or anyone who works closely with children. Send them our way so that way they have another tool for their parenting toolbox. We would love for them to listen. 
And until next time, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Motivated Mama. If you want to submit a question or if you want to be on the show, message me at contact at momamapodcast.com. That's M-O-M-A-M-A podcast.com. Please tell all the moms you know about the podcast, our Facebook group, YouTube channel, and community events. Your recommendation helps our show grow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcast.